This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. FFF Media is an independent social news network focused on creating video and graphic content. The brainchild of Ariel Co. we're here to get her views on the future of content creation. Good morning, Ariel. Good morning, Frida. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, I want to find out how you got started, right? And what has, I guess, happened uh, over the years in when it comes to being a food influencer? Okay, so um, I started when I returned from the States. Um, when I finished my degree, I came back uh, and my uncle, who owns Penang Hotel in Penang, um, he wanted to open one in KL. So um, that's how I started the Malaysia Food and Travel one. So I started solo um, because I have a background in broadcasting. So I was in front of the camera, but I was also operating the camera. And then I was also editing the video. I was doing everything. Okay, and, and so from there, that was what year? Um, that was like 2019. Oh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened during the pandemic? Oh my God, it was so bad. <laughs> so like um, normally food reviews is like we have to go out, we have to go and shoot the food outside. But during the pandemic, business went down to zero. Mm. So um, we really had to think on our feet. So what I did was I actually started doing food recipe videos. Mm. Yeah, and then it was so bad at the beginning. But I watched a lot of tastefully videos and I, I slowly started to get better until our food review videos also, I mean, like our food recipe videos also became viral. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we actually ended up getting a few clients for our cooking videos. And one of them being like a rice cooker. Um, yeah. So uh, when, when I got that, I actually created a character called Auntie Rachel. Uh-huh. Uh, so the Auntie Rachel is like, um, the, the inspiration is my mom. Okay. So, so the Auntie Rachel is like kind of nagging, naggy type, you know. And then um, I always start the video with, you're single, alone, no wife, no husband. Yeah, so so that video also became viral. Um, yeah, okay. that's how we survived. You know, when you came back from the States, was that what you wanted to do, actually? Was that your career path or it happened by accident? I think it was a happy accident. Okay. So my dream was always to be an actress. Um, that's why I went to the States, um, to be an actress or a TV host. But when it came back, a lot of TV stations were closing down. Right. Um, and then the opportunity is also very slim, mm. right? Because I would need to have connections like with people in the business. Mm. So I decided to just be a host on my own channel. Um, ah, okay, and the opportunities are, you know, limitless, right? Now, what has happened since then? You've got six brands, namely Malaysia Food and Travel, MFT. You've got Viral Buzz Malaysia, FFF, uh, KL Holiao, uh, HFT, Halal Food and Travel, and Stuff. So, can you explain the offering for each? Yeah, so for Malaysia Food and Travel, um, it's an English-based channel. And um, just like the name, it basically covers all of the food, like new things to do, like the new cafes and then like any theme parks or hotels um, opening so we cover um, everything fun that's mm. happening in Malaysia but mo- mostly in the Klang Valley region then for um, KL Holiao and HFT it's kind of the same but catered towards like KL Holiao is catered towards the Chinese audience mm-hmm. and then Halal Food and Travel is catered towards the Malay audience um, the Muslim travelers yeah so uh, actually like I have 
bigger plans for HFT right. um, because I just realized how difficult it is for Muslim travelers to travel actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for FFF is mainly for females. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, the dream for that page is to educate um, and empower women in Malaysia, which I think is something that we really need to have. You know, we need to talk about um, sex ed. We need to talk about emotional um, intelligence. We need to talk about communication. We need to talk about psychology. We need to talk about, you know, all of these mental health issues mm. that we don't usually address. Mm. Think we, I really wanted to create a platform for mm. females. Okay. Mm. Okay. And what is a Viral Buzz Malaysia and stuff? Mm. So uh, Viral Buzz Malaysia, uh, my vision for it, hopefully it's to add to help fill in the education gap in Malaysia. Um, you know, I have spoken to a lawyer about having a segment on our page. Um, so we want to cover law, finance, mm. technology, anything educational um, that we can, that you normally wouldn't learn in school, but they are actually life skills that you really need to have. Um, finance skills, you know, how to invest and like things like that. Okay, and and that is for Viral Buzz. Mm, yes. S- stuff, um, stuff will be anything that sort of stuff. Yeah, so stuff is um, uh, oh, so viral buzz also covers news like okay. viral news, like um, interests, like topics of interest, um, and then stuff is actually home improvement. Huh. Yeah, so the vision for that channel um, is to is for home improvement. Anybody who loves like um, making things better or like cleaning tips in their house and right. stuff like that. Okay, so and I guess uh, what has gotten the most structure at the moment, I guess, is still MFT. Yes, it's still MFT. Um, the- Malaysia Food and Travel. Still Malaysians and their food, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and how do you support businesses who want to use your, your service? Oh, okay. So we uh, basically give businesses the exposure. So, uh, for example, if you are opening a new restaurant um, and nobody knows about you, what we do is we go to your restaurant and we do a review. And then that video has like a minimum 100,000 reach. Mm. Um, so it reaches like a lot of Malaysians, mostly in the Klang Valley region. And then uh, from there, people get to know your brand and what food you serve and then they will save the video and then that's when they will go and visit ah, the restaurants yeah okay but you're not the only one doing it right? there are a few people that are also doing it so what would you say would be different about you guys mm, okay so I think that the feedback I get the most from our audience is that we are very cheerful okay so uh, we have like a very happy high energy um, we are also very funny mm. so uh, we like to, we like to try weird, crazy things in all of our videos. And I'm very lucky because my team members, they are always like joining me in doing the crazy videos. Okay. Yeah. So one of the videos that we have done before is actually a dance video. Uh-huh. Um, so um, the first time I ever tried a dance video was with a mamang. Um, and I was lucky because everyone in the mamang was down for the idea. Okay. Yeah. So even the guy making the roti chanai was <laughs> dancing with us. Okay. <laughs> and then the the boss also danced with us and then the servers danced with us and then um, little did we know like that video became viral Mm. Um, then then, like uh, I guess the most asked question was like how is everybody in the restaurant so so sporting right right okay and so how large is your team Um, right now we are about 15 people okay Mm. and they're all full timers Um, no so we have some part time Mm -hmm. um, and then we have some that work remotely but we are moving more towards uh, every body to be full-time okay and you find that that's important 
Yeah, yeah, because um, I think that retraining new staff is hard. Um, and then also, once we have trained them, um, the part-timers are not forever. Um, mm. So they will leave eventually. Right. And I think that um, if they do that, then we don't have the stability. Starting out, I think it was fine. But right. moving towards growth, we want more stability. Okay. Is it easy finding people? No, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard because I think this industry is so new right. um, that... I think it's easy to find videographers, mm. but it's hard to find videographers who have experienced growing a page mm. or mm. creating viral content, knowing how to catch people's attention. Um, I think this is a rare skill. Mm. Okay, and they have to you have to train them as well. So mo- obviously, most of them are a, a young young bunch, I guess. Mm. So yes. are you outside the Klang Valley at the moment? You were saying that you have some remote workers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so we have some remote workers. Um, some uh, are out of the Klang Valley, like in Johor. Um, then uh, Penang. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So um, most of them, they're kind of like students mm. um, who study and then they work part-time. Okay. So um, something like that. Either that or they live far away, but they really want to work with Malaysia Food and Travel. Right. Yeah, so we have writers like that as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you, you are looking beyond the Klang Valley uh, in terms of, like, I guess, the biggest t- cities, right? Yeah. At Johor and Penang and all that. I'm here with uh, Ariel Cole from FFF Media. We'll talk a little bit about how she was asked to speak at the World Islamic Tourism Conference recently. Stay tuned to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Begin Fun Moments. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Enterprise. Good morning, Frida Liu here. I'm speaking to Ariel Ko, who has started FFF Media, which is an independent social news network focused on creating video and graphic content. A uh, couple of brands, including Malaysia Food and Travel, Viral Buzz Malaysia, uh, to Halal Food and Travel. So you also recently asked to speak at the World Islamic Tourism Conference, right? What did, what did you talk about there? Um, so at the World Islamic Tourism Conference, I talked about social media. So it's actually my first time mm. giving a talk uh, on the world stage, mm. uh, which was an honor, really. I just couldn't believe that I had such an opportunity. And I talked about just halal food and travel, but more towards the perspective of how social media affects the food and travel industry, the tourism industry, and how I see it could help the industry. Mm. Um, so uh, I think the main thing that everybody loved was that I gave five tips. Okay. Um, five key tips um, on how you can create viral content. Right. Yeah. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, one of it is the three second rule. Okay. So you need to catch people's attention um, in the first three, three seconds, seconds of the video. So the hook is very important. Right. The hook of the video. So for example, um, one of our hooks that we do is like starting the video with a dance. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then another hook would be like us starting the video with a uh, very delicious scene of uh, food. Okay. Yeah. So that's one of the ways. That always gets to every <laughs> Malaysian now when there's something interesting with food, right? Yeah. You know, uh, what's also happened in, in this space is that there's always changing algorithms and trends, right? How can businesses keep up? How do you keep up, right? Tell me more. Mm. Okay. So I think that 
even I have a hard time keeping up with the algorithm. <laughs> it's, it's really exhausting, especially in the past two years. We noticed that there has been a trend where it changes every few months. Mm. And it's very I, hard. Why yeah. do they do that? Just to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think it's because of um, TikTok. Mm. So I think when TikTok entered the market, I think it made all of the social media and the all basically all of the social media platforms be be on their toes. Mm. So they are constantly changing the algorithm to compete with TikTok now. Okay. Um. Uh, even YouTube, you know, like right. YouTube just came up with uh, YouTube Shorts. Yeah. And of mm. course, you know, TikTok's come up with 10 minutes and then YouTube's come up with a shorter version. Yes. So that all that. Yeah. What do you still feel is the most popular platform though? Or, or really depends on your audience? Um, so I think mm. um, for, especially for small business owners, mm. a huge opportunity is on TikTok. Okay. I hear a lot of people say, you know, TikTok is for young people and, not you know, it's not, yeah, so, and it's not for them. But this is a huge misconception. And I think that a lot of business owners should really take advantage of TikTok because the algorithm algorithm um, is so friendly now. Mm. Uh, even if you're just starting out a new channel, as long as you hop on certain trends, mm. you have very high chance to get organic traffic mm. and viral traffic. Right. So your video can reach a lot more people on TikTok. It just seems like so much time, right, spent on this. But that's where I guess they use your services and that kind of thing. Yes, yes, yeah. And I also, um, I, I think that business owners should definitely spend uh, or, or at least like invest in somebody who is working on it full time mm. or just part time like if you want someone who is like less experienced like an intern will will always work mm-hmm. um, but if you want somebody or if you have more budget then definitely like a social media manager is important mm. because it's like a full time job it's just uh, creating content takes up a lot of time and then if you wanted to ha- ask your marketing person to do social media at the same time it will probably not work right yeah. Okay. So like, for example, to at the very minimum, right, for a restaurant to hire you, right, what are the rates like? Okay. Um, so our rates range mm-hmm. um, from a thousand mm. uh, all the way from to six thousand. Right. Just depends on what you want. Right. Um, but most of the time we are within, people always get the video package from us. Mm. So the prices is always within the range of two thousand and six thousand. Right. Yeah. And I guess it's a lot more affordable than, you know, going for a full on commercial campaign. Yes, right? yes, yes. So, okay. So mm. now you've got your, you know, we're talking about the six brands that you've got under FFF media uh, do you plan to introduce other things in the portfolio for for the future um i think definitely in the future but um for now i would love to focus on just growing Mm. um all of these first right you know and what has been you know you started this in 2019 after you graduate and everything what has been the most rewarding thing for you in doing this so far apart from the money (laughs) (laughs) okay so um i think the most rewarding is because i always wanted to be an actress Mm. so uh, the fact that i i created my own channel and i'm a host on it um, and just this year right uh, everywhere i go people recognize me (laughs) so it's like you can i can say it's like a me dream come true <laughs> um, but the other part that I just didn't expect that it would be so rewarding is actually being able to help mm. small businesses so during the pandemic uh, I actually had one client mm. um, he used to be my client um, he sells nasi tomato online mm-hmm. but then 
um, during the pandemic, his business was down a lot. Like his business was struggling, mm. and then um, uh, he actually opened a store, a nasi tomato store, uh, in TTDI. And then I I went to cover it for him for free because I wanted to help him out. Right. Um, but after recovery, his business was like. Uh, for the next four weeks and so on, uh, his business actually like sold out the nasi right. tomato within the first hour of opening every day. Okay. Yeah. So from there, um, his business like continued to boom, and everybody got to keep their jobs during ah, the pandemic. Um, okay. They even managed to open like new nasi tomato stores right. like everywhere. And you got nasi tomato for life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 When, I mean, like when the staff like sees us like at the nasi tomato store, they were like MFT. Uh-huh. Then they were like give us free food, and then or they were asked us to take more, and okay. then like I guess it's very nice uh, to see like um, they really appreciated it. Um, right. But the other thing is just being able to help other Malaysians during right. that time. Yeah. Right. And then, you know you've got different clients. You know you've worked with the likes of Grab to have, what have you, big names and all that. Who else would you like to work with? What's on your dream list? <gasps> I think like my dream is to work with Tourism Malaysia. Um, I have this dream, like I think that the tourism slogan of Malaysia yeah. should change to Malaysia is food heaven on earth. Okay. Because we have like seriously good food here. Yes. Yeah, we I think that every Malaysian will stand behind this slogan partly. You right. know, like right. it's it's just something that we can all rally behind. Yes. Something um, we all agree on. Yeah. Unlike politics. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, and the other thing is I actually met so many tourists who came mm. here and told me they actually don't know what to do. Mm. They didn't know what to do, even with uh, all of the guides and everything. They just had no clue. And then when I bring them to eat food, mm. they, they are mind blown. They just okay. can't believe that Malaysia has such good food at such low prices. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my dream is really to like create the world's like largest Mm. and most successful digital tourism campaign. Right. Yeah. Okay, now you look at FFF Media, it's just something that, you know, when you think of expansion, what is expansion for you? Do you see this going overseas? Do you see this going regional? Um, Yes. So I think that for me, I would really love to expand within Southeast Asia first Mm. Um, because I think that in Asia, there's a lot of hidden treasures, like hidden beauties that a lot of pe- a lot of the world don't know, mm. you know. And and who is going to cover it, you know? Um, like I think huge media channels, um, like TV, you yeah. know, like TV channels, like they don't really have the nimble, like agility, mm. or the speed or the flexibility that that we have mm. as like small media channels. Um, you know, I can just send bloggers out and we go cover, uncover this hidden mamak store, and then you know the video can be produced immediately and published within the same week. Right. Um, so I would love to uncover like all these hidden gems in Southeast Asia and let the world know mm. like how beautiful Asia really is. Right. Looking at what you've done across the region and all that and you know I mean in Malaysia and hoping to go across the region of course you know as rewarding as this what has been most challenging is it staff is that the most challenging in terms of running this business? Mm, I think the most challenging is the algorithm changing every minute <laughs> yeah so we have to keep coming up with new ideas okay. um, to retain the audience attention um, and we have to keep up with the, the pace right um, and, but I think the other thing is definitely staffing mm. um, because like this industry is so new um, I would need to train everybody right um, but 
now I can see there is a trend that there is new talent, like a lot mm. of new talent emerging. So I think because the whole industry uh, as a whole is growing, therefore mm. talent is increasing as well. Right. Mm. And when you look at, I guess, like if you start... Uh, I know this is uh, probably a little bit deeper, you know, like, of course, people within your team, they're going to start being their own influencers, right? And, you know, what is, I guess, the attention for them to want to continue, you know, working with you rather than starting their own? It just, it looks so easy, mm-hmm. right? Do you, do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think mm. that is a consideration for me. But when I, when I talk to them and mm. when I talk to my, basically my staff, right? Um, I think what, is their consideration or what would uh, make them think twice is that actually an individual influencer, mm. um, the life, there uh, there probably is like a lifespan to it. Mm. And there is also a limit to how much it can expand. Right. So because it all revolves around that one person. Mm. For example, if like I was an influencer, mm. if I had a sick day mm. or if I wanted to take one week off, right. my income is gone. Right. right. Um, but if I it was a media channel, mm. it could still keep running. Mm. Yeah, so the lifespan is longer and um, honestly, it's like a business in itself. Like mm, one influencer, yeah. you need accounting, you need, you yes. really need HR. The more business you have, the, the more it runs like a normal business. But when it surrounds like an influencer, just one person, um, it becomes very exhausting for that one person. Hmm. No, I'm just thinking also like, you know, yeah, it, it's not, it looks easy, but it's not, yeah, right? It's, it's not, not, yeah. Uh, so anyway, thanks for being with us. Uh, interesting sharing that you've you've given us. And uh, I've been speaking to Ariel Koh from FFF Media and you've been listening to Enterprise, Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.